0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 325. Quit Saving Your Money by Chris Reining with chrisreining.com. And I am your host and narrator, Dan. I'm here each Monday through Friday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And uh, hopefully you are having a great Friday. I'm gonna be reading an article from Chris Reining uh, in just a moment. But before I get to that, I want to remind you to please sign up for our newsletter, When you do that, you're going to be entered into a drawing that we're doing in less than a week for a free book. We uh, do this pretty often. We give away at least one book on the first of every month to a random person on that mailing list. So to be part of all this and to get some free spreadsheet tools from us as well, just enter your email address at oldpodcast.com. It is as simple as that. So for now, let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. Quit saving your money by Chris Reining with chrisreining.com. I'm at a coffee shop watching boxing videos. It's one of those things where I have no idea how I ended up here, but I can't stop watching because the sport is so simple and raw, and I like that. I go further down the rabbit hole and start reading articles about boxing. I learn Floyd Mayweather keeps $123 million in his savings account. Yes, a savings account. Now, I'm wondering if he keeps his $123 million in a savings account, because when you're rich, investing doesn't matter. So I'm Googling if he invests, but find his Instagram, and it's a fascinating glimpse into his spending. There's the $4.8 million for some supercar I've never heard of, $400,000 for Hermes bags, 10 million for jewelry, and 6.5 million for a couple Bugattis. And then I find out he does invest. Quote, I'm blessed to wake up every morning certain that my bank accounts are growing. Making seven figures monthly without moving a finger just further proves that I've made brilliant investments and decisions that allow me to walk away from the ring comfortably, end quote. Okay, this means he's generating at least 12 million a year from his investments, and it could be around 100 million. And I start feeling better because so many professional athletes work, get money, spend money, work, get money, spend money, and when they stop working, they go broke. I think we can all relate to this cycle because in my 20s, I was buying a BMW, living in a fancy condo, and flying airplanes for fun. I was working, getting money, spending money, and working again because I had to pay for all that stuff. And most people will do this their entire life. But what if they changed their mindset so instead of working to spend all their money, they were working to save and saving to invest so they could stop working? Well, that's what financial freedom is. And it doesn't matter if you're not rich. What matters is the relationship between your numbers. For example, you can make $100,000 a year, spend $100,000 a year, and have nothing to show for it, like 46% of adults who can't come up with $400. Or you can make $75,000 a year, spend 50000 and save 25000 In my 20s, it was nice buying nice stuff because I never had nice stuff before. But now that I'm in my 30s, I'm starting to think the nice stuff was mostly about external validation. And it's hard to see this because we're all trained to want external validation. I mean, as kids, that's what school grades are about. When I stopped measuring myself against other people and decided what was most important to me was having enough money to walk away, then everything just fell into place. I was measuring myself against what I cared about and my behavior started aligning with my goals. My numbers got better. Now, you might love your job and can't imagine not doing it forever, but you still need financial freedom. You just need it later in life, like when you're in your 60s and you have to quit. Retirement is the same thing as financial freedom. So if you decide you need to be saving and investing, you should know it's okay if you're starting out with small amounts. You can start with $50 or $100 a month because what's more important is building the habit. And that saved money? Sure, you can keep it in a savings account. The very best savings accounts grow your money at 1%. So if you're saving $50 a month in an account that pays 1%, then after 30 years, you'll have $21,292 but you can do better than that by investing it. Because when you're investing, you can get a 7% return over the long-term. Where does the 7% come from? For one, Warren Buffett. He says, quote, the economy as measured by gross domestic product can be expected to grow at an annual rate of about 3% over the long-term. An inflation of 2% would push nominal GDP growth to 5%. Stocks will probably rise at about that rate and dividend payments will boost total returns to 6 to 7%, end quote. And the data backs that up because from 1871 to 2016, the annual return of the S&P 500 adjusted for inflation is 6.88%. You might be worried about losing money when you invest. Yes, you will lose money because on average, the market goes down by 10% every 11 months, 20% every four years, and 30% every decade. Investing isn't a straight line. You're losing money all the time. But if you can deal with the short-term volatility, you'll be rewarded over the long-term. Because if you invest the same $50 a month, after 30 years, you'll have $81,185. The difference between 1% and 7% can change your life and that's why investing is so important. If you want financial freedom, it's not about working harder or smarter or longer, it's about making the shift from working for money to having your money work for you. And you can't do that by saving, you have to invest. You just listened to the post titled, Quit Saving Your Money by Chris Reining with chrisreining.com. And another reminder that we are less than a week away from a drawing for a free book. We're giving away another book to a random person on our mailing list. And the winner gets to choose actually between four different books. So to be in this drawing and also to get a few easy to use financial spreadsheets from us, come by oldpodcast.com and simply enter your email address. That will add you to our weekly newsletter where we give you some life tips, some more freebies, and enter you into those raffles. It's also a nice way to show some moral support for what we're doing here at the Optimal Family of Podcasts. So again, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address to get all of that. Hope everybody has had a great week. That's another week down here at Optimal Finance Daily. I will be back at you with more posts next week. So have a great weekend and I will catch you on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more